Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Black and Bold podcast where we always speak volumes. You're back with another episode and today we're joined by our friend Christine and she's joining us to talk about black business in general and like what we're not happy with and what we think they need to do to improve their businesses. So first of all, we're going to talk about Afro Nation because I was ready for Afro Nation, but not going to lie, they really need to fix up. So the main problem that we were talking about that we had with Afro Nation was the lack of PR. So the problem was that, I, I can't pronounce his name, but the CEO of Afro Nation basically made himself like the face Maddie. of the brand. <laughs> he basically made himself like the face of the brand, which is just kind of interesting yeah. because you have to think about with Longitude, we don't know what the owner of Longitude looks like. We don't know what the CEO of Longitude or Electric Picnic looks like. So it's just interesting to see like a yeah, black yeah. business have their CEO as the face of the brand, if it makes sense. Like me, yeah. I wasn't personally planning on going to Afro Nation this year, but like it just looked so messy, like messy. Like <laughs> I was kind of like, I, you want to be, you want us to look good. Like this is our thing. You shouldn't be messing up. Like you should be making us look good. You should make people want to be involved with this sort of thing. Like, it's a letdown. Like, people are going to be like, yeah. oh, that, that's why I don't support Black stuff, Black businesses, blah, 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 blah. Like, people will say, oh, this is the reason why. And you don't want to give people excuses. Like, you don't want to give them valid reasons that they shouldn't purchase your, your service. And you know what the yeah. crazy thing is? It's like, AfroNation took so long to address the elephant in the room, which is obviously coronavirus. So, like, the fact that other festivals had cancelled or postponed until like a further time. Afro-Nation took so long mm. to actually confirm to us what the hell was going on. The Afro-Nation that was going to take place in Puerto Rico actually cancelled literally a week before the festival was meant to happen. So yeah, like all those people, they had already bought everything. Luckily, we hadn't bought anything. But all those people, they had spent money. They had gotten ready like to go to the festival and then they canceled like a week before it actually happened so it was just like poor planning and stuff poor and as well like can i just say their pr and the just the way they talked to us in general was just really bad like smarty saying chat should get blocked like what was all that about and then all, all them videos and posts like ignoring us asking about refunds they're just posting this is how i'm gonna dance in Afro Nation, and I'm just like, there's no Afro Nation. Like, why can't they just address the refund? Like, it was just, I don't know. They they lack so much in their whole PR and customer service. Like, even the way Made was using his personal Twitter and Instagram account to talk about like Afro Nation matters as well. Like, it's just all over the place. It was so messed up. I get you. I just it gives such a bad image. Like, you you don't want that. Like, you you don't want for people to to see you like that and it's like oh yes because black people want it or black people can't run businesses like it just it just looks bad also like even if the lineup for 2021 is like going to be like really good i think another problem is that 
they appear to be tr untrustworthy. So it's like, I got my refund back, but mm. like, that's because I didn't trust them with my money, like to carry on until the next, into the mm. next year. So like, even them as a festival, seeing how they handle everything, it makes them off-putting in my opinion. So like, even Honestly. if the lineup is good, there's a lot of people that still wouldn't want to go just in case the same thing happens again. It's just, it's like, when you think of it, like, businesses are in competition. Like, you just don't want that. You don't want that to happen. And so, like, you're kind of like, wow, people are just going to be looking at you. Like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? You don't want that, like. Honestly. And, like, business, um, businesses are supposed to, like, care about their customers. And stuff. Mm. Tell that our foundation did not care. Literally, there was no suggestions on how we can get refunds. We had to like figure out everything on our own. And then like Christine said, they made the 2021 lineup good so that it's like almost by force that we have to go next year. Like they really did not care about us and our money. It's disappointing. Like you, 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 that's what businesses are taught to care for and to, you know, take pride in. Like, um, what's it called? Customer relationships something i'm after forgetting it look i'm not in yeah. college at the moment like whatever it's like csr is a customer it's i don't know what something like what? that log you won't imagine i'm doing business, business. business. <laughs> i don't even like i remember law but anyway like that's something that they should take pride in like that's the way forward with businesses anyway at the moment so for you to be yeah. lacking in that aspect you're not going to be able to keep up with your competitors and like well, to know that they're the ones representing us, like they're like, oh, this is what black people have. This is their their people. This is their festival, and mm. you, like you're you're disappointing. Well, in general, I think that um black businesses do fail with PR. Like yeah. even if you look at Juvia's place, Juvia's place is another like example I have written down on like bad PR, and Juvia's place is like the makeup brand. So their brand is built around like African identity. So like. If you look at their foundation shades, they're named like Mali and like Egypt and Lagos and mm -hmm. all these things, which is like really nice to see. But then the owner yeah. is a black woman. So a lot of black women started off using this brand. And then it got to a point where you see a lot, the problem is a lot of these businesses want to branch out and reach another audience. But the problem with that is that they neglect their original audience. They neglect the people that made them what they are today. So with Juvia's Place, what happened was she's, they started to send products to only the white influencers. Even Jeffree Star, who's racist as hell, as you may know. Try, no, I'm not going to say that. Horrible. Horrible. I'm not Horrible. mean, I'm not going to say that, but like... But <laughs> that's they, sent all, they sent products to like all the popular like white YouTubers and all these people to review. And the black ones are like, hey, what about us? Like, you have a new launch. None of us have received it. And I remember Jackie Aina actually came out and said, you guys are missing out on the black influencers. Like you're kind of erasing us from your brand. Then what happened was the CEO, again, people making themselves the faces of these brands. She came forward and started to like attack Jackie Aina, bringing out all sorts of rumors saying that Jackie cheated on, like was cheating with like a married man and all sorts. Who does that? Like, I don't get that. When they see people yeah. succeeding, they don't want it. They don't want that. It just feels like, even look at um, the Afro Nation response, chat shit get blocked. I feel like it's that thing of, they feel like people are personally like attacking them. So they feel the need to now start talking yeah. to people. 
that's not how you handle stuff. Like you're meant to handle it in like a professional way. Uh-huh. And it's not now that you're dragging up all these things. Oh, chat get blocked. Oh, you did this, you did that. Like it's not an attack on you as a business. People are giving you constructive criticism. I think a lot I won't lie and I think I can I I can say like I used to be like this and sometimes I still am when someone gives you like you know constructive criticism is there to benefit you they aren't doing it to put you down but when you hear oh, it at first yeah. it does it, it hurts your chest a little bit because yes, you, yeah, you yeah. like you don't like kind of being told oh what you did wasn't good enough or what you did was bad like it does hurt your chest a bit so i can see why like i think for a lot of us that that is a natural thing but like to hold it inward is the best thing to do and move forward or to take it and you know and move forward but i i think as a business that's not the attitude you should have. You should get rid of that, you know, because it won't help your business grow. You really need constructive criticism to help you improve and to be competitive like others. Also, like, look at the fact that a lot of the business are older. And, like, you've probably experienced telling your parents something and it's like, no, like, they're they're kind of defensive. Mm. So I feel like it's that same approach, just on a larger scale with the business because like if you tell your parents something or correct them on something i feel like a lot of times with african parents there's this whole defensive no i'm correct like there's no way yeah. that you right over me kind of thing and like people experience that to different degrees like depending on what your parents are like anyway but i feel like this just translates over to african businesses and stuff like that in general yeah so like even with african shops Look, oh my god, the way African shops are managed. We can write a book on how bad African shops are. We don't even know where to start. Like, <laughs> nice. Okay, like, okay, to begin with, I feel like I have just my brother kind of gave me points on just black businesses in general, but in particular, like African businesses. So he was saying that the problem is that, like Leslie mentioned before, there's no priority on customer service. So, like, a lot of the times they don't prioritize their customer relationships. So, look at a business like Amazon. Amazon is, Amazon is what it is because their customer service is top tier. So, they prioritize their customer service, which in turn makes them the kind of business that people want to, you know, continuously go back to, even though their service is, like, just really good anyway in general. Yeah. And then, like, the problem is also a lot of the times people like African people start businesses like some African people I'm not going to say like all but just from the ones I've experienced anyway like a lot of the times they start business with little business knowledge so it's more of just having money to start up the business you have money to buy the products like you're probably probably buying them cheaper in Nigeria or something so it's like now now they create the business but they have no business background they don't have a business degree stuff like that which is what is detrimental to Mm. actually like having a decent business that is running well good customer service because if you did business you would actually understand the importance of customer services but like a lot of the times they don't do so what my brother said actually that makes a lot of sense i feel like i'm talking a lot but yeah what my brother said that makes sense is fine Basically, they bring the Nigerian market mentality. Because if you've been to Nigeria, you know how the markets are run. So it's like they bring the Nigerian business mentality over to, like, abroad. So abroad, yeah. you're getting that same service that you would get in a Nigerian market on the streets, yeah? Mm. The marketplaces. 
but they're just bringing it over. But the only difference is that they actually have a shop. Yeah, exactly. That's the only difference. Like I always said, like African shops, they don't progress. Like they still stay in that old system of no like tills, no card machines, like no, no receipts. Like they don't <laughs> progress. I don't know why they, I know they're trying to maybe like save money, but if you want to grow as a business, you need to accommodate to a lot of things. Like I don't carry cash around with me. Like I can't, I'm not bothered to go to the ATM and get cash just because I want to buy something from you. Like they need to like progress. They need to have these little things that will make people actually want to go to your shop. Like there's just so much lack. And like, I don't understand why it's so hard. If you really care about your business, then you'd actually progress with technology and stuff like that. Like it just doesn't make sense to me. Actually on your point of caring about your business, something that I, something that my brother actually mentioned is that a lot of the times these African shops and stuff, people see their businesses as a passive form of income. So somebody might have an African shop, mm. but, they're, but then they're selling a lot more other things on the side. So it's not their main priority. It's not their main source of income. So like a lot of the times they don't really put their heart and soul into it. Like if you go to some other businesses, not like big shops like H&M, Pennies, those kind of things, those are massive chains. But if you go to like some small shops, they still are small, but like you can tell that the person actually loves what they're doing. But you don't get that vibe from Africa. Yeah. You go in there, no smiling, no nothing, especially the hair ones are more street. So it's like you go to the hair shops and then they just yes. have this oh, space. They're like, what are you looking for? No. Hi, welcome to my shop. Like, is there anything mm. that you need help with? It's all, what are you looking for? That's so rude. Like, I think that's just so rude. That's not how you approach somebody yeah, that spend money. It's off-putting. Yeah, like it, a lot of things are off-putting. Like, and the way it's a competition for them to get like a customer, like the way they'll be cat calling you on the street like hey do you want to do your hair and all that like leave me alone like your hair will be done you got your hair done yesterday if you got your hair done yesterday by these same people they'll still call you honestly like one of my friends her she even has to say my mom is a hairdresser she's just like it's okay i can still do your hair like like is it by force like there's this one time i was looking for extensions and this woman um she didn't have the ones that i wanted and like, I was leaving the shop. She's just like, please, no, this is good. This is a really good one. Like, I don't want to buy it. It's not by force. And she's saying the other shops won't have what you're looking for. So I was just like, nah. Yeah, they complete. I, I have to leave. There was two aunties waiting for me. Two of them, they were like, okay, did you get what she wants there? And I was like, no. She's like, okay, come to my shop. Like, what? Oh, <laughs> my God. They target you. It's they like crazy. that time I went to go and get hair extensions. And then yeah. they had to fight. They were fighting. Yeah, oh my days. They were, oh my they, days. Also, they were cursing each other in their language. They were saying all sorts. I was like, I just want color 27 hair. I'm just here for hair. Mm. I don't care. I mean, like, oh, no. For me, like, I'll walk in and walk out of your shop. No hesitation, no qualms, because I don't owe you anything. If I want to buy my hair, I'll buy my hair. What? That's just rubbish, yeah. man. Someone, and I it's just like, when you look. 
it's so unprofessional though like you can't like it is. why it really is it just it looks so bad on you like that taints your name you don't want people to think of you as the woman that was fighting for a customer like <laughs> what's that like, market mentality though that's it. when they talk about bad pr ah mike what the hell no, like when you said uncomfortable actually it reminded me of like do you see when Anytime I went to Moore Street, like I only went to Moore Street once to do my hair. And the reason why I don't go again is because I was there from eight o'clock in the morning till 10 p.m. Because they'll stop my hair continuously. So I'll be getting my hair braided and the next, you know, they'll stop to do somebody's full weave and I'm still sitting there. But actually, the problem that I had, even with the times I went, they don't have proper bathroom facilities in their shops. So tell me why I had to go to ILAC. Yeah. I had to put the eye like half a head done just to go pee. They don't want you to. They don't need you to pee in the shop. They don't. They don't. They want you to go in buy that product and leave. They don't have that. They don't have that relationship though. They don't have that relationship. Consumer, it's a consumer relationship management. That's what it is. They don't have that relationship. So like them, them being like, them not having a toilet. They don't care if you need to piss or not. Like you get buy the shit and then leave. They're like, sorry, you're the bathroom working. Every how come it's every time I'm there the bathroom still isn't working. <laughs> every time I'm there, your bathroom still isn't working. Two years oh, later, your bathroom still isn't working. I can't, it's mad. Nah, and one thing I think nah. of it with is my sister for her debs. The lady that was meant to do her makeup, she did my makeup and she did a good job for my makeup. Everything was fine. But um when it came to my sister my mom had like texted the woman because she's friends with my mom. My mom had texted the woman and was like, Oh, like this is like maybe a month or a bit in advance, like to make sure she's like, Oh, like, can you do my daughter's makeup for her? Dad, blah blah. I was like, Yeah, yeah, pro- no problem, no problem. And then it comes to like the day before, my mom texts her again. It's like, Are you still good for tomorrow? What time is, is, is good for you again? Like, you just to confirm. The woman goes, I'm in work tomorrow. Like, is there any chance that you can come at this time? It's like for this small amount of time, like on her break. And like, I'm certain that if you if we didn't text her, she wouldn't have said anything. And like, so my sister ended up having to do her makeup for the dead because the time that she was saying wasn't, uh, it was too late. Like, can you imagine? First of all, that's almost dead. I felt like, I felt so bad. Like, this is something that was planned. You should have taken this down in your journal, in your diary. Yeah, Note that you have an appointment that. with somebody. And then when the day before, even you actually, as the person who has the business, should be calling to confirm that this person is still good. Because if they're not, then you give the slot to someone else. The fact that your customer has to call you to be like, oh yeah, are you still good? Like what? They're paying you for that. That happens. Yeah, like honestly i feel like we don't get like the service that we pay for in a sense because yeah. i remember even times that um when i used to get my hair done in their house like you can't even like say like oh we don't really like the hair or like say if they don't do it the way you want that you don't feel comfortable to express that you're not happy with what you're paying for i feel like in general they just want that money they don't care if you're happy or not it's like even with what leslie said there i actually had a similar experience actually over this quarantine because what happened was um i really wanted to try box braids on myself for like the first time which flopped by the way but i remember i wanted to buy hair extensions but like a lot of the places weren't open yet so we knew we know this woman and she has like a lot of hair products and stuff like that so we thought oh and she also lives in loop like in my area so you know i was like yeah let me you know get hair from her 
So then what happened was we had arranged, I called her, she arranged it. She was like, yeah, no problem. We'll meet in this place tomorrow at this time. It's fine. I'll get the hair. I'll go to my shop and I'll bring the hair and you just give me the money. And that was fine. So then that day came and I hadn't heard anything from her. And I was like, what? Like, I was confused because she gave me the date. She gave me the time. So with that in mind, you think the person would be, would take it upon themselves to be there, like very reliable. But then I called her and I was like, yeah, so what's going on with the plan? Are we still meeting or not? And she said, oh, no, I can't do today, tomorrow, at this time, this same place. So I said, okay, like, again, like, that's fine. You know, I don't mind. That day comes again, still nothing. So what ended up happening is I went to a different African shop, purchased the hair, and I texted her. I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't need your hair anymore because I already got it from somewhere else. And she was like, yeah, no problem. So my point with that is, I feel like when it comes to African people, African business owners and dealing with young people in particular, there's this, mm. they don't, they have a lack of priority. My mom said, if I was buying bleach and cream for like 200 euro, that woman would come to my house to give me that shit. But because I'm buying something that's worth 10 euro, they, they put a priority on the amount that you're spending. So Someone that's spending 200 euro is going to get way more priority over someone that's spending 10 euro. And especially because I'm like young. Yeah, like I feel like the more you spend, the more they'll care about. Um, because they don't want to lose out on 200 euro. Like if you think about it, you'd rather lose out on 10 euros. So it makes sense like why they would prioritize um, certain things than what you're looking for, if you get me. So um, with like our experiences in the African shop and, you know, in general, getting our hair done with different hairdressers, what do you think that these people can do to make their service more or to make the experience like less imitating for us? What do you think they can do? Firstly, stop judging every single person that walks in the door of your shop. <laughs> like I was buying hair extensions one time and they started talking to Yoruba. Then I was like to my sister, what are they saying? Because yeah. she understands a bit. Turns out they were calling the girls that are asking for hair extensions prostitutes. That's one main issue I have. They're intimidating as hell. Like, I don't know. Like, they just... I Like Christine said, like, about being intimidating, you want to be welcomed where you're, you're doing your hair. Like, you don't want it to be weird or awkward or, like, you'll feel uncomfortable. Like, you, it won't, you won't want to come here or you won't want to do your hair again like you'd be like oh i hate having to do my hair yeah i know like it's different like when you have different people you know the difference yeah. oh you prefer blah 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 like i have this woman who did my hair and she did it like in her shed like she had like a whole shed dedicated to it she had like a tv oh my days and she had like a little tv <laughs> with like a, a, a radiator in there she had netflix on she's like watch whatever you want like there was and there was lighting like she was professional like i was like i would enjoy doing my hair in your house i would enjoy um doing my hair in your house in your in your place so like i know for that like it's a warm it's a welcoming atmosphere and he, she herself is nice like you don't feel out of place mm. i think that's one thing they yeah. should take anyway and I also think that they should focus on what they're doing. Like, don't be calling your friends, do my hair and finish it. And then you can collect it. Exactly. Or whatever it is that you oh my it is really rude for me to come to your house to do hair. I'm paying how much? I'm paying money for you. And you're stopping to go and pick your kids. Honestly. You're eating Amala over my head. Like, 
stuff. Like that's happened to me before. One auntie was slurping the soup in my ear. Yeah. And I was just like, ooh, like this is so uncomfortable for me. That's just so nasty though. Like, like you won't want to go back there. Like I had the one where she went to go and pick her kids before honestly. as well. Like, what's going on? Like what 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 are you doing? Like to me that's just that's mind blowing because that's not professionalism in in any shape or form. Like that's so unprofessional. Like you have to think of the service that you're providing your customer. And I know you might not have, especially for those people that do hair, you might not have to pay taxes for doing your 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 hair that you do in the shop, blah blah blah, that you have the, the rent that you have to pay, you have to pay for light and blah blah blah. It's not like that, and you have to pay taxes for it. But like have the common decency to treat the people who are paying you to do whatever it is they're paying you for. Just do it decently. Yeah. Do it decently. It's not that hard to be a decent person. That Amala story is actually mad. Like, I just, that's actually beyond me. Someone be watching movies nah, as well. And, do you know one auntie even cut my ear? <gasps> no, but movies I don't mind because like, fine, there's though. nothing else to be doing. Yeah, you'll be no, no, not like that. Like, as in, I'll be do, my I'll be doing my hair and I'll be picking at the extension say you're doing the braid and you'll be watching movie while I'm, you'll be watching movie behind me while I'm just sitting there doing it. I think you oh, like you, okay. you, or even YouTube or say like YouTube. You know that like you no, know, you can watch like some Nollywood movies on YouTube. Mm. And it'll be like the phone will be behind and she'll be like turn it back to do like this. Now to be fair, like the woman that did it, like she's actually fine. Like I don't really have a problem with it because she doesn't. It doesn't stop mm. her. But like I just know some people will be like they'll take time they will pause what they're doing and then they'll come back so they can come and do your hair but they'll go and watch the movie and come back I'm not spending seven hours in your house for you to come do something someone else can do in a shorter time and more professionally than you that's what I'm saying that's why I don't go to them anymore like they don't prioritize my time it's not fair like it's actually so annoying sitting down for that long and like in terms of African shops like I like I said before they just need to get with the program like Please, little things like receipts that you should have at this stage, price tags, like make make your shop look appealing. Like I don't even know where to start with African shops. There's a lot that needs to be improved there. Like they really just need to get with the program and look at other shops and see like how they can adjust their own to like, you know, actually make their business get better, if you know what, what I mean. What would you suggest for African shops? Like what would you even start? Like where would be the starting point? I'll say firstly, like remove the market mentality like you're not mm. in yeah. America, in Lagos or something like you're in Dublin city center like <laughs> how like that doesn't make sense to me so like don't be do okay like don't make your prices up on the spot if I'm going there and I'm asking how much is this product mm. don't be uh 10 euro and you tell the next person it's five euro but because like, I'm younger than, than that person you think I'm stupid I'm not gonna I know hate the real that one they like they like that's do you know what actually if you think about it right, they did that to me do, do you know actually when you say that I feel like some like white people their own is like they, they like to scam older people because they might think older people might not know how this is going but black people like to scam younger people they're like yeah. oh but like your age mates will be paying this amount of money that like, you should you as a young person should have the money to come and buy this at this price whereas you know as an older person this person is gonna buy it like um at a more reduced price that like, blah 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 this and this like i think they, they like to scam younger people even it's like even with expression. Remember when I mentioned that the women were fighting when I went to go and buy hair? I remember they yeah. were like, oh, um, oh, you know, they br- brought up the price of expression. It's uh, 14 euro for three packs now. It's usually three for 10 euro, by the way. 
But then obviously I was scared because of what everything that had happened. Like I just want to get out of that place. They're like, oh, it's 14 year old now. Then even though they're all fighting with each other, they came together to now collectively tell me that's the actual price of it. Then the last time I went, it was 10 euro for three. And then even I was gonna go like this week, and then I was like to Jesse, oh, can you come with me? Because like they're gonna try and scam me again. So don't make up prices. Mm. Yeah, like none of that would happen if they had like scanners. Like it would be harder for them to be making up prices in their head. Like I remember I went to buy something, yeah, and they put this random boy in the shop that has no knowledge of the shop at all. They need to have these scanners and stuff. Like I don't get how a shop in 2020 doesn't have these common things that every other shop sees as minor. Like, mm. it's really, really sad, not gonna lie. It needs to fix up seriously. And get back. So, like, if we talk about, like, makeup and nails as well, like, you know, um, people, like, um, services that do people's nails and mm. makeup. There's some really good ones, like, in our We know what I mean, like, people who do that, especially people, yeah, and I, I feel like aunties in general, for the younger ones, they don't take them seriously. Yeah, I feel like um, because it's, say it's like a family friend coming to do makeup or something, then yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, I'm not, like, they don't want to pay full price. But it's like, you realistically have more money than this yeah. person doing their makeup. So it's like, what's stopping you from paying full price? Not everything has to be discount. Not everything is about cutting corners. I look back to this yeah. a lot of money. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But yeah, no, like to support your family friend or to support anybody, like that should be your main priority. So you should not be looking for a discount. Honestly. Like I know some that don't pay at all. Like there's this woman who did like a huge party and the girl finished the makeup and then she was like, she said the price and she goes, ah, you thought I was going to pay. And when my friend told me, I was like, wait, what? Like that's, so rude and then like there's another auntie that they made um this girl do her makeup and her hair her sister's makeup and her hair her two daughters hairs and makeup and did not pay at all like literally she just wasted her time doing it all for free like it's so annoying they'll be saying i'm your auntie now i'm your auntie but a lot of the time this auntie's not even close to you. you don't even come to my house you don't even ask how i am so how can you now come to me and say i shouldn't charge you when I charge other people, like, it's actually not fair. Like, all I can say is, like, it, a, a lot needs to be done. A lot needs to yeah. be done. Like, really, <laughs> really does. Because if we want to stop looking at ourselves, if, if we want to have to stop, like, being like, oh, yeah, support black businesses that were so integrated amongst the top of businesses there that you won't have to be labeling it black business, black business. Like you want awesome. to be just known for your success that you don't have to be labeled as, oh, look, this is a black business. This is a good business regardless of who is in charge, you know? Because a lot yeah, of the time so. people people look to, all right, this person is black, the black, black business, I'll support. But they're not even doing well. They're, they're not selling you good products, but because of the black business and we want to support each other, you're going to buy it anyway. I'm not going to buy something that's not good quality. I don't care. Also, I think, um, firstly, people need to stop putting their face with their brand. So if you have a makeup business or something like that, I don't want to be seeing your personal bio, no, your personal Instagram in the bio because exactly. your business and your personal Instagram are irrelevant. And then well, secondly, like YouTube, like, I want people, no, okay, YouTube makes sense, but like yeah. if you're doing eyelash business or something, I don't want to see your personal Instagram in the bio because yeah. why is that relevant? 
Okay. And also, I feel like I want to see more. This has nothing to do with professionalism necessarily, but I just want to see more variety in the types of businesses that people do. Yeah. Because you can't be saying, oh, nobody's supporting businesses, nobody's supporting black businesses. And then you look at every girl's do eyelashes. That's hard. I think it's mad, though, because I think people go there, they're like, oh, business, business, and they go for the ones that are easiest to do. Like, people are going to do the eyelash business where you can buy it off AliExpress first and then sell them where it would be harder to do some, I don't know, some like something really involving technology that will take my brother time said and it's, money. My brother said it's low investment cost. Yeah. So yeah. like something that's low cost to start up, but then you can get a return on investment. Like, so you make a lot of money fast. But that's not always the good mindset to have. It's because not. I understand people saying that like, yeah, it's hard to start up. It's hard to do this. It's hard to do that. But at the same time, if it's something that you really want to do and it's not like a passive form of income, then you will actually like, you know, you'll actually put the money into making something that you think has longevity. Selling eyelashes doesn't have yeah. longevity because it's coming from like AliExpress. And no offense to people. You can buy it off AliExpress yourself. No, no offense to people, but the eyelash styles that they're selling aren't even that nice. I'm not trying to fly away with my eyelids. So it's like <laughs> people just need more variety in what they're doing. It's not because your friend is doing this now. Now I'm gonna go and they do, do. it. Because realistically, it's like you need. That's how you can tell people aren't passionate about their businesses. That's how you know it's a passive form of income. It's something on the side that they don't really care yeah. about. Because if you actually cared about it, you will find what happened to finding a niche in the market. Like what happened to finding a gap mm. in the market? Like people aren't doing that those kind of things and i understand yeah, like, a no lot of times they are college students and you don't have money to be doing that but if it's something that you care about you'll invest mm. like get a job first before you actually start a business because what money are like you using to be funding your business if it makes yeah. sense like you don't have money to invest in your business but mm. you're starting a business i agree i agree it's just it's crazy because like if you if you like at the moment people are looking at business like like you said some people are even looking at these ones especially eyelashes as pocket money at the moment because in in the in the distant future when it becomes the market becomes saturated with that you're gonna stop you're not gonna because you're buying off AliExpress like you're like you're buying off AliExpress I'm sorry yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say it out straight. Don't feel special. I can go and do that myself too. All you need is a logo. All you need is the prices. All you need is um, constant ordering in. Make it like a, an agreement with someone to be to do that procurement and everything like that. And it's simple. You've got your business. Now there's a few other small steps behind, but that's the, the, the foundation that you lay for it. So I think if you really want to be successful and you really want to build a business and you want to have that entrepreneurial mindset, you are going to take time and effort and money. Like you are going to invest a lot of money because you want to make big money. You don't want to be making petty cash. You want to make big money. So if you really want to yeah. do well and anyone who's listening to us here, you want to do well, it's all about that risk. Risk equals reward, as they say. So if you really that's want the, go, that's go out of your way to be, make something that it hasn't been done before. Go out of your way to be different yeah. and unique. Go out of your way to be known for being the, the best at what you do. Don't don't Think follow the, the trend and yeah. be like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy like eyelashes and every nail too. page nail by this, slayed by this. It's like people need to really really differentiate between each other. Like the mountains. Like, I was looking at somewhere to do my nails on, in, like, through Instagram because I was used to going to an actual shop. So I was like, let me try Instagram. Everybody's called nail, Nails by This. 
like mm. it's just so many like why is everybody like copy and paste thing like that's how you know that a lot of people are just doing it for easy fast money because they don't see the wrong like, what they're doing so it's like how it's okay it's hard to think of a name but you can definitely make mm. it unique like you can make it unique to your brand because say if there's like two nail by addings or something that's two of that same name like mm. you know what i mean so i don't know i just think people need to really understand what it is that they're passionate about what they actually like and go in that route route rather than just yeah what everybody else is. like don't get me wrong like if if that's your gift and it's your craft like if you're creative in that area by all means go ahead and like you know start something with it but it shouldn't be a thing where you're learning because i literally saw someone's story that they're learning how to do hair so that they can make business out of it and i'm kind of like that's not really how it goes. If you get what I'm saying, like mm. do something. You shouldn't have to learn and think, okay, I've learned this skill, now I'm gonna make money out of it. Like it should be a thing where, like one of my friends, she has um, she does hair, and everyone always compliments her, and she started making wigs for herself. And then like people were encouraging her, like why don't you just start something with this? Cause you're really good at it. Like I'm tired of quick money. Like honestly, I don't know about you, but I want big money. So you best believe it. I'm gonna start a business. I'm gonna invest money. Yes. I'm gonna invest the time. The money, quick money that will last long. The quick money just goes back to the fact that success is seen in numbers. So like, you could be happy, like with what you're doing. But if you don't have the numbers to, you know, provide when people ask you, oh, how much have you made? That's not successful. People see success in numbers. People are so yeah. obsessed with the idea of making fast money that they're not actually passionate about what they're doing. That's a whole other conversation itself. Yeah. Though. You see that with music, especially like, oh, yeah. Everyone is the musician these days. Everyone's a YouTuber. <laughs> like, I'm tired of it. Like, just be unique. <sighs> Every YouTube intro is the same. Everybody's beats sound, everybody's music sounds the same. I'm actually Everybody do makeup. Copy and paste. Tired. Like, Nobody's creative anymore. Nobody is creative anymore. Like now that you say I that, especially like that music though. Everybody sounds to, the same. You have to consider the fact that there's certain things that people see as like cool. So like for girls, it's like this is minusing the people that are actually good at these things. But for girls, it's like everybody's doing wigs, everybody's doing makeup, everybody wants to be an influencer. And then for guys, it's everybody doing rap everyone doing clothing like mm. designs or whatever like that. those kind of things people aren't looking at what they actually like themselves it's just they're seeing other people our age that have created like a blueprint so for example nella rose has created the blueprint which is why a lot of girls are going in this same direction of the whole influencer thing and of course if it's what you like then it's what you like but people are just trying to create that same amount of success if it makes sense and it's like the whole YouTube thing is like exactly as you said. Like, oh, it's just so uncreative, saturated with the same stuff. Like, I could go to PLT one person's channel and see it again, again, my, again. My brothers again. do my voiceover. Do something I haven't seen the before. Voiceover or world, I'm watching oh, that I who I know is going to do very well. <laughs> like, if I, that's why I just think we're like, these people are like, oh, up and coming. Be creative, be different. Let me laugh, enjoy your yeah. videos. Like, don't I do saw one voiceover. Yeah. I saw one voiceover and I was like, oh my God, this is actually funny. Next, you know, everybody did it. And I was like, you know, excuse me. I was like, I literally just thought this is one person thinking outside the box. Like, there's some, okay, I don't want to see pranks anymore. Like, yeah. 
I think pranks is just such a dead. Some there's one. It depends on prank. I want to say names. Of them are funny. But there's one that does it well. There's one YouTube channel in particular that's actually enjoyable. Funny, like, yeah. His content is so good. Always consistent. Yeah, Always I know what you're talking videos. about. You, you definitely know what I'm talking about. Let's I just, just want to say names. Bips TV. Bips TV. Yeah, Let's yeah. Him out there. Yeah. <laughs> Bips TV. Good. Amazing quality content. Outside the box. New ideas. Yeah. Because you actually laugh. You actually, actually laugh. But I can't say the same thing about everybody else. Because I don't think they're thinking outside Honestly. the box. That. His videos are hilarious. Yeah. Like, really creative. Like, I'm tired of everyone's girls watch me lay my frontal please i'm tired of plt halls and then you're dancing to african music at the same time (laughs) (laughs) what like i it's like you are like that's how i differentiate who actually has a passion for it because you see like example we gave an example of somebody that gives like you know a lot of good content always thinking outside the box always consistent but then you have the example of people that don't do that so it's just like the 50 50 People that are doing copy and paste, I know that you don't like what you're doing, but it's just because it's yeah. an attractive thing. You want to emulate the success of like Nella Rose. They're hoping for amazing. like, they're hoping for something different. Like yeah. they're gonna blow one day, like something like that. And that's well, like, the thing that knows because. Oh, sorry. You, you can go ahead. Yeah, but um, sorry, but like you shouldn't do things with the mindset of blowing up. So it shouldn't be like. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna blow up. I'm gonna blow up. You okay? Firstly, mm. you stop. People, people need to stop complaining about support because yes. even if 100 people look like in a room, you have 100 subscribers. So what? You make the best content for those 100 people. That's it. Mm. Don't be hounding everybody to support for the sake of it. Because I could subscribe to your channel but never watch your videos. Exactly. I'm only gonna watch and support what's good. Like, not gonna lie, music is something that I enjoy, but I feel like. Because everybody's on that wave, I see music videos on everyone's stories and I'm not swiping up, I'm not listening. And you can't come and say I'm not supporting you. Listen, I'm not going to support trash lyrics, trash hey, music. Oh, guys. I can name some of them. I'm not I'm I won't, yeah, no, same. Like, we all know who we're talking We all know who we're talking about. I, I know, but then I also know someone else, guys. I know someone else. And everyone, I know loads of people are That's sharing this music. Here. Most people are sharing his music, blah, blah, blah. Oh, go listen to it. Listen to it. It's so good. I listened to it, so I'd be like, oh, it's actually good before I come and post it. I didn't like it. I was like, mm. well, that's not good. Why? I'm not sharing that. I don't care. I'm not sharing it because I don't want people to associate me with I would never, that kind of music Exactly. Before. I would never listen mm. to that then, so you I'd won't only catch share, me posting that. I would only share what I think <laughs> is going to be good. It's good. I yeah. can't posting these things the people that i was friends with in, sec- in secondary school now see me post these things and thinking what like you do you like this because i saw somebody sending a particular song and i messaged that person who's obviously my friend i was like do you actually like the song she was like no i didn't even listen to it i just got the link <laughs> and I'm like, do you even know what this song is saying have you listened to the lyrics of this this yeah, song you need to listen song? to what you're nah. promoting or... just don't send- <laughs> why just people need to stop sending me their shit we're not friends. Honestly, you've never even, please you've stop. Never said friends if you're to me, listening, stop. And you're giving me links. You're giving me links, and we've we've never even spoken a word to each other. You've stared at me and Jervis, but we've never said hi, and you're giving me a link. Just stop, like. So, guys, um, I think we're gonna end it here because we've been a while, and this is a long. We're getting off topic. <laughs> we're yeah, we're going off topic a little bit. So, we are going to end 
here. And so, yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed. There's just too much to say, honestly. Like, honestly, this is too much. Guys, we'll even do a part two if you oh, want. So this hot. is mine. Like, we can go on I'm for sitting. ages. There's so much to say. So it's hot. Guys, here, here's, here's a tip for you. If you really enjoyed it and you like a part two, share the video, like it so we know that you guys liked it. Tell us in the comments that you liked it and we'll give you more. We'll let you know and we'll give you what you want. So yeah, that's all we've got for this week anyway before we elongate this episode way too long. We hope you did enjoy it. And like we said, give it a like, share it, don't be opinions. selfish. Um, don't forget you can check Christine out as well because we hey. really appreciate Christine for joining us. Such an opinionated friend. Yeah, thank you so much for joining. Yeah, really, thank Tag you. <laughs> of course, of Shout course, out. of course. <laughs> so yeah, like we said, you can check her out. Um, Buy my lashes. And... <laughs> no, I'm joking. I don't do lashes like that. <laughs> she sings though, guys. Talented friend. Ooh. Beyonce in the building in the car. Oh, oh, but in all seriousness, guys, we did we really do hope you enjoy and we will see you soon with another episode. Bye. God bless. Bye. Bye.